0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The average headache or backache often sends people reaching willy-nilly for the nearest bottle of over-the-counter pain reliever, but for best results, it's smart to match the particular problem with the particular pill. That's because the wide variety of pain relievers, known in medical circles as analgesics, available today, are each effective at different problems and come with different risks. There are two categories of pain pills suitable for home use, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, more commonly referred to as NSAIDs, and acetaminophen. Both are considered antipyretics, which means that they can reduce fevers. Most people know acetaminophen better by the popular brand name Tylenol, but there are other brands as well, like Feverol. Feverol The category of NSAIDs is broader. Things like aspirin, ibuprofen, and naproxen all fall under the umbrella. There are others, but these three are some of the most widely used. Each has its own range of brand-named versions. So which one is best to use? It all depends on what you're taking it for. Acetaminophen, often sold under the brand name Tylenol, was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 1951, but how it works is still not clearly understood— But we do know a bit about what it does. We spoke via email with pharmacist Tara Thompson, doctor of pharmacy and VP of clinical services at Innovation Compounding. She said, acetaminophen does not decrease inflammation, but works in the hypothalamus to reduce fever, and it may work peripherally to block the generation of pain. It's best taken to reduce fever or symptoms of pain from flu-like illnesses, headaches, arthritis, and menstrual cramps. But note, it will only mask the pain without treating any underlying inflammation problems that cause some of these symptoms. You should not take acetaminophen while consuming alcohol. It can be hard on the liver even when you're stone-cold sober, and much worse when consuming alcohol. Most serious liver problems have been reported following large doses. The highest amount that's considered safe is 3,250 milligrams per day or 10 regular-strength tablets. However, there have been instances when liver damage occurs after medicating with moderate or even small doses over a long period of time. Acetaminophen should be taken carefully in conjunction with other medications, as many headache and cold meds like NyQuil already have acetaminophen in them. This can lead to accidental overdoses— Anyone taking one of these extras should carefully read labels and follow dosing instructions to the letter. It's considered safe enough to take by just about anyone, but occasionally side effects are experienced. Most often, those are nausea, rash, and headache, which is pretty ironic considering that that's why many people take it in the first place. So that's acetaminophen. Now let's talk about NSAIDs. These are sold under brand names like Bayer, Advil, Motrin, and Aleve. You know how acetaminophen doesn't do a darn thing to reduce inflammation? Well, NSAIDs pick up that dropped ball and run all the way into the end zone with it. Short for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, the category of NSAIDs include a variety of analgesics, like aspirin, one brand name being Bayer, ibuprofen, such as Advil and Motrin, and naproxen, like Aleve. Although there's some variation by particular type, NSAIDs in general work by blocking the production of chemicals called prostaglandins, which encourage fever, pain, and inflammation. These effects can be useful in promoting blood flow to an injured area and in telling you to watch out and not further hurt an injured area, but there's a point at which it's like, dude, body, I know I shouldn't walk on that foot, you can stop telling me so hard. NSAIDs go out of their way to denote non-steroidal in the name because steroids can also reduce inflammation, but the way steroids work by depressing the immune system is a major distinction. So, when should you take NSAIDs? Thompson said, those with inflammatory conditions such as osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, menstrual pain, or muscular pain would benefit from an NSAID. Naproxen tends to work longer in the body, about two times longer, so those with gout or more chronic pain conditions may see more pain relief from using naproxen versus ibuprofen. However, ibuprofen provides quicker pain relief than naproxen and is less likely to cause an upset stomach, so might be more appropriate for strong and sudden pain. Have a hangover? Skip the acetaminophen in favor of an NSAID. Although nothing short of time, rest, and lots of hydration can completely cure a hangover, the anti-inflammatory properties that NSAIDs boast are believed to be helpful. However, taking an NSAID on an upset stomach, so common with hangovers, can make the discomfort worse. So don't take it on an empty stomach. Well, ever, but especially in the case of hangovers. Aspirin has long been used as a daily supplement of sorts for people at risk of heart attack and stroke because it inhibits potentially tragic blood clotting for roughly four to seven days. One important caveat, however, is that people consuming aspirin for that purpose should use a lower dosage, under 325 milligrams per day, than those using it for pain relief purposes. Thompson says that aspirin is more commonly used nowadays for inhibiting blood clotting than for relieving pain due to intestinal bleeding risks, which brings us to when not to take them. Women who are pregnant or trying to become pregnant are typically advised to avoid use of NSAIDs because they're believed to cause fertility issues, early miscarriage, and even birth defects. In particular, they should not be taken in the third trimester because they could cause premature closure of a particular blood vessel in a developing baby. People with gastrointestinal problems might also steer clear of NSAID use. Negative gastrointestinal side effects like ulcers or intestinal bleeding can occur because, as we said, prostaglandins aren't all bad. Prostaglandins protect the stomach lining and help with blood clotting. When those functions are inhibited, the risk of bleeding and ulcers goes way up. Thompson said, Although this is more likely in those who take large doses for long periods of time— Patients often turn to acetaminophen from NSAIDs for pain relief, since it does not cause intestinal issues. Still confused about which to take? Talk to your doctor or the pharmacist at any local pharmacy. They'll be able to make a recommendation and point you towards the correct product. Today's episode was written by Alia Hoyt and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other helpful topics, visit our home planet, housetuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.